I'm your host, Kaylee, and I love my career as a venue manager and now owner. I'm a glutton for punishment, coffee addict, and an ambitious leader. I've seen and done some unglamorous things in this chosen career path, but I wouldn't change it for the world. Let's talk about the ups and downs of venue ownership, and I'll fill you in on the crazy stories, give you some knowledge on the nitty gritty details, and share my passion for this industry. Stick around, and I'm sure you're going to understand why operating a venue, although rewarding, is elegantly unglamorous. Okay, so grand openings are crucial. They are an announcement to your community that you are open for business and you need to make it a big deal because your business is a big deal. Your business is a big deal and your venue is a big deal. So you are going to be a part of your community and you need to include them no matter how big or small it is. Um, I don't think you just need to stick to, you know, marketing your grand opening to potential clients. I think you need to just shout it out to your local community because you never know if somebody knows if someone else is getting married, right? So as a venue, you're you're not just a place for couples to get married. You're not a place just for businesses to have parties. You are part of the foundation of where your community will share joyful moments. You are part of the memories that are made within your community. So your space, people are going to remember your space and share memories in your space. So invite everybody, invite everyone. Don't just market to potential weddings and clients, market to your whole community because word of mouth is important. It is going to be what drives 75 to 90% of your business. So getting the word of mouth out that you're open, invite everyone because grandma and grandpa might have a granddaughter that's getting married in the next couple years or might be looking at engagement, not engaged quite yet, but they know it's coming. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. They've been waiting for her boyfriend to, to propose and he hasn't done it yet, but they know what's coming because they've been together for five years. Um, (laughs) so just market to your whole community to come to your grand opening, to celebrate your business and to celebrate your contribution to the locals and to their memories of weddings and whatnot. So I have this beautiful story to share with you because I look at these pictures every single day. They are right here on my desk um, and I take pride in them every single day. And what it is at our grand opening, I had a couple bring me some photos of their wedding from our venue in the, I want to say like either late 70s or early 80s. And they were probably one of the first couples to get married here. And they said it was such a beautiful day and they had so many great memories of, you know, themselves and their wedding and their reception here at our venue. 
And um, I loved hearing about those stories. And I had an older guy from, and he was there. <coughs> he, uh, <coughs> he was, you know, in a wheelchair. And I went over and I talked to him. I was like, hi, how are you enjoying everything? And he's like, well, I used to be a bartender here back in the 70s. <laughs> And he's telling me all these amazing stories and just, it just filled me with pride. Now, even if you have a new venue, it is so important for you to invite the community because they are going to share those memories with you. They are going to want to create those, you know, moments within your space. So you need to encourage that and you need to be warm and inviting and make this home for them. Make them feel at home. So a couple different things that we included within our grand opening is one, we showcased our services. Now at that time, we didn't have very many services. We really didn't. (laughs) We had bar service in the rental. That was it. And so what we did is we had our bar open. We featured some signature drinks that were fun, that represented our brand, that, you know, people could take pictures with. Now you can make a hashtag for your grand opening so people can share it on social media um, and get some attention. Because if you're a new business, you probably need some followers, either on Instagram, Facebook, whatever. You probably need some followers. So we created a hashtag, got that out there. Then we also had um, we also had networked with some other local um, wedding professionals. So we had several different catering companies come in because we weren't we weren't providing catering at that time. So we actually had about three or four different catering companies come in and feature some items and and set up a table and people did tastings and. We had some photographers do some pictures and a photo booth and we had live music. We had a band come in and professionals like, you know, um, either that be like a solo guitarist. I mean, something super simple. It just creates a fun environment. Now, our grand opening opening only lasted a couple hours. We did a ribbon cutting. We stood at the front and invited everybody out to the front. We cut the ribbon and then welcomed everyone into our new and renovated space. We did a short little speech and I laugh every time because I was so nervous to do a speech. (laughs) I was so, so scared. And to be honest, you might think that I am so like that I would have no problem talking in front of people because I do a podcast and, you know, I work with people all the time, but I am extremely scared of talking in front of crowds. Like, I don't like it. Don't like it. Um, I'm a I'm a good speaker, but that doesn't mean that I'm not nervous the entire time and my armpits are sweating and I'm like, okay, don't show that sweat on your upper lip, Kaylee. Like, wipe that off. Um, but, you know, I, I look back and this was such a fun just day. It was such a fun day. And Not only that, I got to meet people um, from the community that came in and was able to, you know, I I wanted their opinions. I wanted them to see the space and I wanted them to say, oh, this is great, but I feel like you could do better here. Like I wanted that feedback. 
And I wanted to know what they wanted. What did they want from the space? What did they want from us as a business? And so, you know, getting that feedback from them and actually moving forward with the business after that point was so much easier because people recognized that we were a legitimate business. We weren't just these people that took over, you know, a business that was failing and renovated it. And we were just going to truck on like we actually opened it up and invited everybody in and we wanted to be a part of the community and we wanted to have this interaction with everybody. And so that was super important to us. Um, Now, you might not have the connections and networking, but that is something that you need to build over the process of establishing your business. You need to network with local vendors. You need to network with photographers and DJs, and you need to network with, you know, if you're not providing catering, catering companies, bar service companies, um, you know, photo booths, and there's so many different avenues, planners, like, have them come to your grand opening. So when you have people here, they actually can meet them too. They get exposure too. Not to mention, they can take pictures or can share that they're at your venue doing this grand opening and share it on their page. Tips and tricks though. Do this on a Sunday. (laughs) Do it on a Sunday, have it planned a couple months or like I would say three or four months in advance because wedding vendors need time to plan and they cannot be available on a Saturday. Most of the time, wedding vendors are not available at all during warmer months um, for a grand opening or anything like that. It's not going to be a priority to them because they have contracts to fulfill and clients to take care of. And so do it on a Sunday. You might get shot down a couple times because the availability still is kind of slim on a Sunday, but it allows, it's still a weekend. Do it in about, I would say one to three o'clock is a perfect time to allow guests to come in and, you know, mosey around and don't make it a set event where people have to show up at one and leave by three. No, it's just a come in, hang out, talk and leave. It's not anything too formal. It's not anything too um, over the top. It is just there to get you acquainted with your community, get you acquainted with the needs of, you know, your potential clients and possibly make some bookings while you're there. If you've hired in, um, if you've hired in, oh my God, what am I saying? If you have marketed towards some potential clients, or if you have some bookings already during the process of, you know, building or during the process of renovations or whatever you were doing, um, if you have, if you have that, then you have that already established, give them a tour, give them a tour of the nice new renovated space. Um, have two or three of you just going through and talking to your potential or current clients and giving them a tour of the space. Um, Let everybody else kind of walk around, enjoy some tastings, things like that. So it is definitely beneficial to your business to have a grand opening. It does not need to be anything too fancy. It just needs to be a warm, inviting space for everybody to come and see your business and get to know you because it's important that they know you and they know what you're about. So... All right, it's a pretty short episode. 
grand openings are amazing, but they're really, they're just go with your flow, go <laughs> plan it to what feels right for you. Um, but I highly suggest not just inviting potential or current clients, but also inviting the community to your space. So, um, that is it guys. Hope you have a great day. Um, oh, wait, 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 back it up, back it up. So you can also market this. There's a lot of people ask me, how do you market your grand opening? How do you get people there? Well, when we did bridal shows, we were handing out, we had a set grand opening date four months in advance. So we were handing out, you know, flyers saying, come to our grand opening, come to our grand opening. We sent out, uh, we posted flyers around our small town, and then we also have a small local newsletter that we could share um, that we were having a grand opening, so we put that in the newsletter. Um, we also reached out to local news channels and um, told them, you know, hey, we have a new business. Um, we are female-ran and female-owned. We are excited to be a part of the community and would love to share this. And so they came out and featured us. There's so many different ways. You just have to be creative and actually reach out to different avenues and different sources. I would highly stay away from radio. I would stay, unless you are like in a big community, maybe that would be beneficial for you. But I wouldn't do radio. Um, I would stick to you know, social media, maybe do a couple ads on Facebook or Instagram. Um, maybe ask the vendors that you network with that are invited to the grand opening to share that they're going to be there. So then that way they can share with their following. There's different ways to do it. You just have to really talk about it. Talk about your grand op opening and don't stop talking about it. Invite everybody you see. Invite all your tours that you do during the building process. Invite all the vendors that you've worked with or got to know. Ask them to invite their you know, following and their, um, their clients, whatever it might be. And that will get you people there. So, all right, now I'm done. <laughs> now I am finished. So have a good day guys. And I hope that you took some information away from this that you can apply to your grand opening. And I hope that you enjoy. Bye. So I have to make a note. My closing <laughs> statement on like my closing part of the podcast says that you can follow us on Instagram and our website. I have not gotten those set up. Um, that's a, that's a winter thing. <laughs> I have not gotten to that point. Um, if you have questions or you want to reach out to me, I do have an email elegantly unglamorous at gmail.com that is active. Um, however, no, you can't find me on Instagram. And no, my my website is not up yet. I've been working on it, but I'm one of those people that have to have it all or nothing and perfect. Um, I'm also working on developing some services, maybe some coaching or um, also some packets that you can download and actually use to develop your business. And I think they would be great tools. But like I said, they have to be perfect before I put them out there. So it's taking me a little bit. I've got weddings going on right now. Um, I'm hoping by like January of 2022, it will be launched and up there, especially when I have a little bit more time to get everything together. So um, for right now, listen to my false closing <laughs> announcement at the end. But just know it's on its way, guys. And I appreciate you listening. So have a good day. Bye. 
Do you know another venue owner, event professional, or maybe an entrepreneur that you think will benefit from this podcast? Why don't you share it with them and help me inspire others? Stay informed by following or subscribing to this podcast. You'll be notified each time an episode is posted. You can also follow me for more tips and inspiration on Instagram at Elegantly Unclamorous Podcast or on our website at elegantlyunclamorous.com. I'll see you next time.